Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Chatter with Steve. I am your host, Steve Cook, and boy, oh boy, am I excited for my guest today. His name is Mike Hearn. He is from the podcast This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn is a brilliant marketing or branding mind. He started out just out of college as a real estate agent and realized that he had a problem. His problem was he didn't know anyone. So to get to know everyone, he decided he wanted to start a video series and interview a bunch of different people around this metro of Oklahoma City. Upon trying to start this video series, he realized after trying to record a simple introduction to his video series by himself, realized that he was extremely terrified of a video camera and didn't do well on video. So after trying to do that, he decided to start a podcast. His podcast has taken off. Mike has recorded over 100 episodes on his podcast and has an extremely active Facebook page called This Is Oklahoma with over 32,000 followers on it. I was humbled by Mike coming onto my podcast. I am extremely excited for you to listen to this episode with Mike Hearn from This Is Oklahoma. The clips from it, so... We're this live. I like this. This is really sweet. Thanks. You need to get the ones get out of your truck. box. <laughs> <coughs> I got mine off like Amazon or something. I think they work. We'll see. We'll find that out. But Mike Hearn. What's going on? Dude, thank you so much. You're a legend in the Oklahoma oh, podcast community. Just because I have a, a funny voice. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're from the deep south somewhere. Oh, yeah. Deep, deep, deep south. Where are you from? Wales in the UK. Small little country. Lots of mountains. When Jake first told me about your podcast, I was like, cool. And I like listened to a few episodes and I was like, I wonder if he, if I'm like hearing this wrong or did he go to school with him or I'm like, there's no yeah. way he came to Oklahoma, but what brought you to Oklahoma? Golf. So I had a golf scholarship. So I uh, played golf my whole life, grew up playing golf. Just really, I started when I was six, still have my first golf club. Um, and kind of the dream was always to go play golf in the States. Uh, university and go- golf in university back home is not, I don't know, it's just playing golf. Like in the weather we have today, it's freezing cold and winter golf's not fun. So I always planned to go to the States and initially I committed to a place in Florida actually, uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, I think it was Nova Southeastern, I think in Florida, committed to go there and two months before I was about to fly out, my dad lost his job. Whoa. So yeah, so that money we'd saved up was like, feed the family kind of thing i went to work at the local <coughs> golf course and lived the dream for two years if you worked at a golf course it's the stress-free life played golf and then finally when i thought right i need to get my act together and go back to school i applied late in like may i think and i had one offer and that was to smu <laughs> so i'm like all right well i'm going no visit it was just your first choice and your only choice huh? yeah just like, <laughs> right that's it it sucks i can always come home dude i gotta brag on you a little bit i've had multiple people that like saw I started a podcast and they're like, man, there's this other guy from Oklahoma that started this podcast and it's called, this is Oklahoma. And yeah. one of them was yesterday and was telling me you should be on. And I sent him a screenshot of our Google calendar invite and was like, Oh funny. He's coming tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, he said he used to play golf against you. Who Kyle Ward. Kyle Ward. 
Yeah, he's out in California, right? <clears throat> Actually yeah. speaking to him yesterday. Yeah, um, that's what he was saying. That he's like, yeah, he started this golf deal too, and all yeah. that. So because he reached out to me, he's like, I'm going to Pebble Beach this week. Do you want me to send you some stuff? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, that's you can awesome. be our like on the ground reporter. That's for our awesome. Golf thing. But yeah, yeah, Kyle's uh. So he was the best man at my wedding. We were like no real way. close. Yeah, yeah, wow, we went okay. to high school together. Yep. Small world. Yeah. This whole six degrees of separation is just—it's the real thing, isn't it? It's a real deal. Tell me about. I don't know your story exactly because every podcast I've ever listened to, you're interviewing someone else. Is yeah. it weird being on the other side? Yeah, it is. I've been, I've done this. this like the Do you have like control one. anxiety? You're like, I no. feel like I should be asking the question. Well, you, yeah, you know how it is, right? <laughs> you're always listening. You're always waiting. To yeah. Like, what am I going to ask next? Yeah. To make sure. And anyone who's hosted a podcast will understand that because you get after you've done, you're like, I don't really know what we've just talked about, <laughs> yeah. but I think the conversation kept going. So I've done a good job. Yeah. And the pause is on, you know, in time, the pause is, you think they take forever, but in real time, when you listen to it, you can't. It's fine. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've done a few now and getting used to it. So it is much easier, I think, being on the other side. Yeah. yeah. I, as far as, I don't know this for sure, but there was something you're started this as just like a branding slash trying to get to know people around Oklahoma. Yeah. So for your real estate. Correct. Yeah. So this is Oklahoma was. Basically, I watched too many Gary V videos and was like, I need Dude, to he's create. like my marketing hero. Yeah, he's like, I need, I need to create a community. I need to do something because I hate making sales calls. I hate knocking on doors. Like every typical, like cliche real estate agent you can think of, like yeah. has the phones or knocks on doors. I'm like, that's not me. So, and if you don't enjoy it, you're just not going to be very good at it, I guess. So I wasn't. And, you know, it took three or four, four, three or four phone calls and people to just, you know, put the phone down. I was like, ah, I'm done. What can I do next? So thought, well, if I can create this community. And initially... It was now, was this a, your job right out of college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So initially it was like, you know, just create this community through Instagram and, and share people's pictures because they're not mine uh, and just see what we can do. Well, there's only so much you can share with a picture, right? So naturally, initially it was going to be like a video series. So like go around local businesses and just kind of do a little video. Just what Gary Vee says. Exactly. Yeah. And I suck at video. (laughs) (laughs) I put myself on camera and, uh, you know, a local guy at the church that we know, Ian Weston and Alan Brown, like Ian spent like about two hours with me, you know, putting me on camera. Trying to coach you up. Yeah. And I just like had a prop and had, you know, he's like, right, say this. And it was just like an intro video to (laughs) the videos, right? So I'm like, and I'm, I'm much better, like just in the moment. Does it make you nervous or something? Oh yeah, that, well, talking really? directly to a camera. Yeah. Like when that light goes on and I got to read a script. Yeah. And he put the script like right above the camera and I'm like trying to read it and he's like, okay, that was good, but say this and like say this word a little bit better. And I'm like, I don't even remember what we just said. Like, <laughs> let's just scrap this. It's like, let's go to lunch. I'll buy you lunch and then we'll just. How about a podcast? So that's how it came about. Wow. So. So then, it was like, literally just, just like I don't want to be on camera, so I'll just record it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so do you? So as far as like, is that? something that you enjoy now as like a hobby or is it strictly, I mean, do you strictly do it for business or what's the, which what the podcast, the podcast. So what's your relationship yeah, with so it? I guess initially it was like, you know, cause you're running it like a legit business. I mean, it's not, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's become it, it's more than I expected it to be. Right. So it's kind of like consumed me to me to make it, it's become something and I'm like taking that, that opportunity to, to make it continue, into a legitimate. Right? Yeah. So yeah, we did the Instagram page. I think started, it'll be three years in July. And then the following March, that's when I like started recording podcast. So what's that? Nine months, eight months, roughly, or whatever. I'm terrible at math. 
shifted. Now, Sounds good to me. So that's when I started was like after I started the Instagram page, say 10 months later, I started the podcast and it took me like three episodes in to realize I don't want to do real estate like through the podcast. Right? I don't want to have to be like, hey, this is my podcast. <coughs> I'm a real estate agent. Right. Like, and today I'm interviewing and, you know, you reach out to somebody and, hey, like, would love to have you on my podcast, you know, oh, check out my Instagram page. What do you do? And if it comes up straight away, oh, well, real estate business, mm-hmm. like they know you have an angle, right? They know he, you have an ulterior, yeah. whatever it is. So scrap that. So you I, said forget pushing any real estate. I'm just yeah. going to podcast. Yeah. Do you love it so much you'd like do it as a hobby oh, or is it? hundred percent. Really? Yeah. I, I probably do. I do my podcast and I do compared to what, like legit like real estate lead generation compared to like my podcast stuff it's like 90 10 right but weirdly i've done better in real estate by doing that than i have previous years by just making connections and naturally like you know because after we get done with the podcast oh you know what do you what do you do oh i sell houses oh really and then they because you've just spent an hour talking to somebody and you haven't mentioned once you haven't like pitched anything to them and then they ask you it's more of a softer sell, right? So right. Nah, they kind of just done, and I didn't expect that, but I have. It's, it's been great, you know. So I, I mean, that kind of answers my, the question that I'm about to ask. But do you, has this been like your main slash only lead generation is through the podcast? Yeah, that and just, I mean, well, it, it's, I think it's because like I generally post more content now. Right. So when I was a re- you know, when I was just doing real estate and I didn't have the Instagram, I didn't have this is Oklahoma, you know, all of my content that I was posting was kind of like and I scrolled like a couple of days ago I went back all down my Instagram feed and I see like random, like ridiculously cheesy real estate posts, right? <laughs> like the memes and stuff, you know, like you know, when like when Trump was voted in, Oh, if you want to move to Canada, I can help you move. Like all this stuff, right? Every I mean, a thousand everybody used that stuff I right? cracked up. yeah i mean but i'm just like you know what are you doing but all my content now is like oh i've just met this person here's their story it's really cool it's not never about real estate um and just like it's more like i said it's just, everyone still knows i do real estate it's just a softer sell yeah it's not more you know in your face and oh you ready to buy a house yet you ready to be, uh, you know you asked me last week oh i know but you ready you want you know the typical like sales like and people are really good at it i'm just not but yeah. I also hate to be sold to. Yeah. So I totally get that. And that's why I started the Steve. I mean, it's the exact same yeah. deal about and like it's fun too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun on like with the real estate stuff. Do you not, I mean the majority of, I haven't clearly listened to all your podcasts. I just found out about you, but a lot of your podcasts are with either business owners or about businesses. Do you not do any commercial stuff as a result? I figured you did a lot of commercial stuff as a result of that, or is that oh, like commercial real estate? Commercial real estate, yeah. Um, I kind of thought about it, yeah, sure, because that would make sense, right? Yeah. Um, but not. But you're doing all house. I mean, all residential. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, commercial stuff's like it's a totally different game. It's not. I mean, it's just completely the way they do everything. It's it. You don't see a lot of people do both, right? Right. Um, and obviously it's that people don't just go out and buy 15,000 square foot building, you know, but they might buy two or three rental houses or yeah. whatever it is. Like, so the, the checks in, in residential are smaller, but they can come more often. Oh, Whereas gotcha. in, you know, so you might close on a 30,000 square foot office building and your check is, is a very good paycheck, but you may only right. close four or five deals a year. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, um, and my, my brokers in my broker who I work for, he's in commercial real estate. He's owned, 
but he got into it from I, you know, owning a lot of businesses, and he actually owned the car wash. I think he owns the car wash that's right here. Right here? Yeah. Huh. Industry car wash. Ask him if he wants I, to sell. I, he, he, he does. Expand. He does want to sell, so I will happily broker that deal for you. Are you serious right now? Guaranteed. We Small want... Small world. I'm, I'm dead serious. You, yeah. We can just stop this now. We'll just get it done. Turn it off. <laughs> Sign Turn right off. here. Yeah. And no, also, he, um, we're looking for a landlord, Timmy. I'm just hey. kidding. I'm just kidding. Give like, <laughs> me in on this. Yeah. <laughs> just build a giant glass building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Streaker's Window Cleaning. Streaker's Window Cleaning. <laughs> we'll charge him for it. It's charge funny him for it. $5. Dollars. You, shout ha- out. you have to complete, like, when you say, you know, shout out to Streaker's, you have to say window cleaning. Oh, you can't yeah, just say sorry. shout out to Streaker's. Yeah. Like, shout out to Timmy Riggs, the Streaker. Yeah, like Will Smith. <laughs> We're streaking. <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm being dead serious don't yeah. let me freak somebody write that yeah down we'll or something. That out that's crazy sure. mm-hmm. um man if this goes through i'm gonna i'll laugh so hard at how that happened so funny um anyways the why oklahoma why did you stay here um so you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. so when i first not to be here, rude like no like get so, out of so oklahoma let me so the day i got here right i never came on a visit Flew straight Whoa. out, right? So school starts Monday. NSI started on a Monday, and I got out, got landed the Wednesday before. How long is the flight? Uh, so the initial flight when I came was seven and a half from London to Chicago, and then it's like two and a half down, something mm. like that, right? That's but I'd good. never flown more than four hours. <laughs> like for me, to, I think we went on vacation once to Turkey, and it was like four-hour flight, and that was awful. And, you know, yeah. and it, it was an early flight, and you're up like, sorry, my usual flight schedule is fly 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. in the morning but i live three hours from the airport so you drive three hours to the airport Whoa. then you've got to be so in an early flight is an early yeah. so like yeah. when i flew home recently i didn't go to sleep right i just stayed up the night before left the house at 2 a.m drive to the airport get there at, you know 5 5 30 and then you fly in at 8 39 so i get on the plane and i instantly fall asleep i mean you only wake up and like felt like just had like and I don't sleep very well on planes, but if you you felt like you just had a great nap. Yeah. And I look at the map and like we're like coming over Iceland or coming <laughs> over Greenland. And just not like, even over the water. Not even halfway. <laughs> like, this is this is awful. Um but it gets a lot better. It gets easier. So you're saying the flight was so bad you never went back and you're never gonna go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So so we you know, we get to Chicago and it's all good, jump on the plane, come down here and it was August 2011, and it's 110 degrees. It was the summer that was over 100 degrees for a record amount of days. I remember that. And I get off the plane in jeans and a hoodie, like I'm, you know, Dude. I just come from, like, it's not, it's outside today. It's, you know, it's you just, like, and, went back and looked at tickets yeah. for a return flight. Just, like, <laughs> I get off, you know, walk out and get the rental car. I'm like, I am melting right now. <laughs> like, this is horrific. Like, I've never, it's like you've opened the oven door and just stuck yeah. your head in it. It was horrific. So, you get our tiny little rental car, and I remember pulling up to the first stoplight we got to, and my dad was driving and my dad like Google mapped. The oh, entire so they thing. came with you. Dad came with me. Gotcha. Yeah, just dad. Yeah. So okay. we get in the rental car and I pull up the, you know, first stoplight and I'm just like this giant truck pulls up next to me. And I like the biggest truck back home on the road is like a Range Rover, right? <laughs> um, well, like a Ford Ranger or something. Like, not like Raptors would not survive back home. So like one of those semis with like the wind turbine, like fan yeah, blades on it. Right. You're like, it like so, blows like, your this, mind. Yes. This giant like <laughs> F-250 that's lifted pulls up next to us. And I'm like looking at the wheel well. I'm like, what is the, I mean, like a tiny little rental car, the cheapest one you can get. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> And then you drive like up Meridian, you know, straight to SNU kind of thing. Like that's this is what am I doing here, right? Um, now, where you're fr- like, was it very like suburban, kind of yeah. country type where yeah, you're from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of in the city, but like 
it's not it's not a huge town but it was yeah definitely not out in the country right um not out in the mountains mountains like 15 minute drive away so it's not gotcha. like i was close to it but yeah so like get to snu i like hate my first month like i'm my, my dad leaves like four or five days later i'm like crying at the airport like what? And I, I was like about i'm to going turn, back i was about to turn 21 i was like older too <laughs> i had my two years off right I'm, like, dude that's very vulnerable you're telling that story dude, i was like? bawling my eyes out and my grandma <laughs> like why you know i'm like well i said bye to my dad i'm like yeah i'll see you later no you won't i'll see you in four months you yeah know? like yeah you know, never been and a plane ticket's crazy expensive aren't yeah, you? yeah 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 so <laughs> i hated my first month absolutely hated it and then uh I had a girlfriend at the time back home who I'd been dating for like two and a half years and then decided to like, bye. Yeah, we're going to, oh yeah, we'll make this work. Come visit. Worst decision ever. <laughs> I tried, yeah. tried it twice. It doesn't yeah. work out. I never learned the first time. <laughs> uh, long distance relationships, they really don't work that well. Um, but yeah, so that didn't go well. So I like missed home and like 2011, there was no like FaceTime. So I'm like Skyping my parents and stuff. Yeah, like that. I remember that time. And stuff yeah. Like that. So yeah, that was awful. But What's the time um, difference? Six hours. It's not too bad. But it's like after six PM, like no one's. You get tired of like crazy uncultured people from Oklahoma, like asking you, like it's no. a different. Okay, no, I get it all the sure. time. But so like you're so like, listen, Steve, it's not Mars. Like they still have. Well, I mean, you know, you know how people ask you when you go out of the state, like, oh, do you have cars in Oklahoma? Yeah. It's the same feeling, right? You're like, can you still ride horses? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. do for fun. Like yeah. no, but I sell horse feed. They're like, are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we don't have gas stations. We have just horse feed stores. Work with my dad at a feed. <laughs> <laughs> work with my dad at a feed store and yeah. they just like eat it up like yeah. that's cool do you have boots I'm like uh, yeah i uh yeah so i mean i hated my first month missed home all that kind of stuff and then uh, you know got kind of used to it and went home for christmas that year came and i realized that like i had a real opportunity like it was so nothing changed when i'd gone home right? it was like four months had gone by and nobody had changed everyone's yeah. still doing the same thing still going to the same bars still doing playing the same golf courses no one's like advancing in their lives right right which kind of sucked, but I mean, it sucks for them. But yeah, I realized the opportunity I had. And then when I came back, I still was always thinking I'm going to go home. But I just, yeah, the longer I stayed, the longer I learned to love this place, right? So people started growing me and yeah, grew as, as a person as well and found some success in golf. And then by the end of my senior year, I'm like, I want to stay now. How do I stay? Huh. So so yeah. how, how did that get set up that you started in real estate? So um, I reached out to one of our professors, our business professors, and just said, you know, thinking of staying, when you're an international student, you get a one-year work visa. So okay. as long as that job is within your degree field, then you can, they'll grant you a one-year work visa. And I have a degree in marketing. So literally any job I wanted to do, I oh, could do sweet. just marketing. Right? Yeah. So it works with anything. So I said, look, I don't want to work nine to five and kind of just waste, you know, just if I'm if this is the only year I'm ever going to have in the States now, like I want to enjoy myself and kind of do what I want. So he suggested being a real estate agent, you can run your own schedule. He's like, you can earn as much money as you want to earn, you of know, you know, however hard, you know, the whole real estate sales pitch kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. Cool. <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, okay. You're doing like a thousand houses math. a year. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. I could do that. You're like, you know, they don't tell you how much cut, you know, you don't get all this <laughs> stuff and you pay expenses. I'm like, yeah. Okay, cool. So I meet with this guy and meeting this guy, talking to him and he's a guy, he played golf at SNU like 10 years before me and chatting to him and, and you know whatever and he's like okay well th everything sounds great but like how do you like after this one year if like the real estate company is going to invest in you like how do you stay you know what, like, what happens after that and i'm like you know you i could do a master's degree i could go home and not do anything or like i could you know the real the real estate company can sponsor my visa which is never going to happen right <laughs> 
with real estate agents, you're you're technically like a contract when you're right, on, yeah. you're on contract, so you're not, you know, you're not W2 kind of thing, right. you're not an employee. So I was like, well, either that or I just get married. And I'm just like totally joking, said it, and he's like, huh, I have a <laughs> sister-in-law that's single. Get out of here. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, you know. Tell me this is true. And he's like, yeah, it's true, the whole thing. It should be a movie. And then he's like, um, yes. he's like, do you guys want to go on a double date in like a couple of weeks? Dude, and, are you serious? Yeah, and I like got out of like a. Kind He's of like desperate to set her up. Oh yeah, he just. Wanted, <laughs> I think he just wanted another golfer in the family, <laughs> right? So I mean, he's this guy's like going to give me a job and a wife and the same interview kind of thing, right? Dude. So. Um, and this is while he's interviewing you. Yeah, we just sat there like having it was at um, <laughs> that pops at SNU, sat there down having like coffee or whatever, and. So yeah, I'm like, okay, well, what does she, you know, what does she look like first? You know, I, I, I was like, I gotta do my homework. First not thing, gotta see a picture. Together. And the her profile picture at the time was like her with all her friends. Like, um, she went to OU for a year. Like, she's hanging out with her friends and she's having a couple of drinks. And that's one thing. Like, we're growing up culture for me. Like, being big. Like, the culture back home is like go to the go to the pub and have watch, not get hammered, but just go and have a beer and watch the game, right? But it's more of like a day thing. It's not like a night thing. So, and being at SNU and being like, that's why I, I didn't really, my first couple of years, people were just kind of like, was like, oh, this guy, he from he's from out of state, he's from international, he's turned 21, he must have a drink here and there, uh, which we did, we got away with most of it uh, until one time, which uh, we got caught and I missed the golf tournament for it, but <laughs> whatever happens, I survived. Um, and I was like, okay, like that's, if, if my thing was like, if she can, if she can, if I meet her and she can, if I can take her home with me to the, you know, to meet my, all my mates back home and like, she can like survive with all around all my mates, then like she is a keeper. And the first time I we went bowling, first time I met her and she's like, you know, just awesome down to earth and like giving me as much shit as I'm giving her kind of thing. Like yeah. just a lot of banter and like a lot of jokes and stuff. <coughs> like this, this could be really cool. And then I like, like we, so we started dating and that was like a m- month until I graduated. I graduate and a week later I go home for six weeks, play golf for Wales. So I'm like, all right, be back in six weeks. Like, we'll see if this can work kind of thing. So I went home, played golf in, I think we played two golf tournaments back home, one in Sweden. And then I came back in September and she picked me up in the airport. And like, literally as if nothing is like, we just hadn't picked it right back up. So yeah. And then we got, uh, so clearly he gave you the job if he gave you a sister. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So what's crazy though is like, so my work visa ends like the next, it was like June 1st to May 31st. So I get back, kind of like, you know, we're dating and, and kind of having a good time and, and, you know, it's going really well. Yeah. So I tell my mates in December, so I'm like, they were like, oh, how are you going to stay? You know, there a couple of friends who were doing the same thing. How are you going to stay? I'm like, oh, I'm getting married. Like, like, I'm she proposing? Is the one. I'm going to marry this girl. <laughs> and they're like, shut up. I'm like, no, I am. Like, it's happening. So like in January, I did the whole like, hey, I'm going to meet your parents, sit down and, you know, ask them. And if any, you know, if you've been through that, like it's quite nerve wracking, right? Yeah. And Taryn's dad is like six five. He was three hundred pound at the time, like Indian guy. My wife's so he's a big dad, dude. like thought I was joking. I was yeah. pretty sure he like laughed yeah. the whole time. So Taryn's like, dad is like super okay. strict and not super strict, but he's like he's he's a teddy bear now that I know him. But like at the time, he had this giant guy who's like coming. He's, he's like the one of the oldest of ten kids. You know, he's like he was like the, he ruled the house kind of thing, right? So I'm like, I you know, I'd love to love to be part of family, you know, kind of play marry your daughter kind of thing, right? Um, like, sure, you can watch games yeah, over here, or whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. So, and he loves sports, and I'm like not really big into like I don't really care for basketball or football or whatever, but he's a huge KU fan and this whole thing. So, 
Um, so that was in January. In February, I go meet like an immigration attorney just to see what I've got to do. And Taryn's with me, haven't haven't proposed yet, hadn't got a ring, like nothing. We walk in and she's like, oh, you know, when did you get married? Like, not married. Oh, when did you get engaged? I'm like, I'm just here for information. It's like, well, you are basically, you need to get married, like, and have everything sent off by March the 1st. And we're in February. What? And I'm just like, what? I was like, say that again. She's like, you have 90 days to file. Like, it takes 90 days to file all your documents and for him to forget you, for you to get processed through and get the all clear before your visa ends that's the latest date is march 1st so i was like oh okay so i had to go back to taryn's parents to say hey you just can dropped I, to one knee can right I marry, there? yeah I was like, can i marry your daughter literally on tuesday and they were like what? Uh, yeah so like it's literally like a proposal movie like you should watch it should be a movie that's yeah. crazy so we got married like the following tuesday <laughs> are you serious yeah that's yeah. insane yeah she was like i want to yeah sure i want to do it why not so she was like in for it, it was like we dated like nine months and then got married that's incredible. So, and I proposed like I didn't even propose, right? So I like we got met, we got like the visa lady proposed for you pretty much. Yeah. So like, you're like, do you hear what she said? Yeah, we're getting married. We're getting married. <laughs> do you want to go? Do you want me to go home? No. Okay. Well, we're getting married. Uh, if you want to keep dating, we're getting married. Yeah. And I didn't know. Like apparently, she told her mom like after a couple of our first dates that like that I was the one for her, and I had no, oh, she sweet. Had no idea, right? Yeah. So that felt good. Now when she told me after, but yeah. So like we go see Kelly like on on her attorney like on a monday or tuesday that week we get all the documents signed everything like ready to go and all the because i had to basically submit like my relationship in a binder to the government and Insane. say this is legit we date for nine months all these pictures like we did are you this. serious yeah it was literally like a giant scrapbook of my Whoa. relationship off you go with like my actual i had to get my actual birth certificate from back home <laughs> all this crazy stuff yeah so do is it kind of like the, have you seen the proposal movie? Yeah, yeah. Is it similar to that? Like, does somebody like you think somebody like follows you and like checks? I had up? like an interview and everything. That's yeah, crazy! Yeah. Wow. So we, yeah, finally got the you know got everything off and got the the uh, you know the give us the all clear all the documents. when they give yeah. you the all clear after like you know basically so I can continue working was the main reason right and then they just say yeah we'll be in contact when you when your interview's set up. Uh, and there's a place that's by the airport. There's like a federal office by the airport where they do all the interviews. That's insane. And like, yeah, and I hadn't seen my attorney for like you know it was in it was actually on my birthday in September. So I waited from March to the September to do my interview and just hoping like because they can say no, right? Yeah, of yeah. So like, and when you do the interview, like it's you know it's a government building, right? So it's like going in, you're going through checks and you know <laughs> security and all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone's there with the you know all that stuff. My attorney's there and she's dressed up in her pantsuit, whatever kind of thing. <laughs> And she looks at me and she's like, there's like, out of six people who interview you, there's three you need to look out for. I'm like, oh, great, 50-50, cool. And this like, what? yeah, and we sat there and, and it, you know, you sat there for like 15 minutes, feels like 30. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this, this door creak open and this like, like, Whoopi Goldberg looking lady, <laughs> right, leans out. She's like, hey, Mr. Hearn, are you ready? And, and Kelly, my attorney, looks at me and goes, you're in. I was like, what oh, do you mean? She's sweet. like you got a good one and we get in and this lady's like oh you know asking me you she's know, like i questions. love your accent yeah we're talking and then <laughs> and taryn's with me at the time so, and she's like okay we have to go through these questions like you know and she looks at taryn she's like so when did you get married and taryn was not expecting the question they she thought it was gonna be asking me questions taryn just like uh, uh, uh. she's like we have it like, we have it serious right now That's, you know, you're supposed to be prepared like be cool but they have these lists of questions that like if you so the day before, a friend had taken me to go shoot, like, um, down in Ninica, shoot, like, his rifle, like, up to a mile. This place called Foulbore Precision, right? Awesome place. You ever need to go there to shoot, it's, it's fantastic. 
I'd never shot long range before, and he just took me there. So the day before, she's, you know, go there, and, and the next day, do this interview. First question on the list, have you ever had professional weapons training? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. I've been just, you know, shooting at a thousand yards for, for the last, you know. You're just, like, itching your just neck. Just, like, no, like not at all. And then she's, nervous like, jitters. ten questions. Like, have you ever committed... It was, have you ever had sex for money? Was one of the questions. Huh. Have you ever committed genocide? All these. And I, I said to her after we got done, so why do you have to ask me those questions? Like, they, they've really, really, like, do you think I would admit to that kind of thing? Yeah. You know, you're an idiot yeah. if you admit to that stuff. <laughs> and she's like, I have to ask it because if I don't, and you say you have, you know, you have done this stuff, you can say, well, we never asked you. Uh, we can't sue you kind of thing. Right. Like, that's the most ridiculous thing. Can't I've kick ever you out. But yeah, I got <laughs> my crazy. card and I like, got my green card in the mail. Like, <laughs> You, you get put on probation first, and then you get your actual card. They just send it to you in the mail? Yeah. I figured they'd have, like, some ceremony or yeah, something. I know. I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, but they, so they put like you on probation. Like Pledge of Allegiance or something? Yeah. So they put you on probation for, like, 18 months. So you have, like, a, a, pro, oh, like wow. a card for it that says, you know, it expires in 18 Is months. Is it an actual green card? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I guess that, hence the name, huh? You so have it with you? Of course I have it with you. Oh, me. yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's I amazing. It. Yeah. Get it so, on the so camera. The, so the... the um, the uh he's like no you can't show that to the camera that's crazy yeah it's that can tell awesome. haircut the uh <laughs> i didn't even look at your the um so the the like the the temporary card is like 18 months right right well when that 18 month finishes you've got to like pay another 600 bucks or whatever it is to like have you hey i'm done now i want to give you some it's more expensive money. So to be an american money. yeah i think i probably spent like six seven grand Man. Yeah, attorney's fees and all the rest of it, which is not as much as if you had to like do it alone without a wife and get gotcha. like, a work visa. It's a lot more than that. Um, but they were so busy. It was during the government shutdown, right? Get so because out of all of that here. backlog, they basically just sent me a piece of paper that said, "Yeah, you're allowed back in the country. Just you know, don't lose this piece of paper." And I was traveling home and like for Christmas and all this stuff. Finally, like I think it was an it was over a year later. They were like, "Yeah, we're we're up to speed now. Here's your green card." Whoa, so, that's insane. Date it says on it. It's got a date on it. But the best thing about it is the exp the expire date is like, oh, where is it? It's on here somewhere. Uh, expires. What is it? Uh, uh, twenty nine. Mm. Yeah. So year twenty twenty nine. That's crazy. So ten years. But like, this is just green card. It's not like a res. Not like a citizen thing. Gotcha. So I can't vote and I can't buy a gun. Gotcha. Yeah. But you can shoot guns, but I guess. I can shoot. Yeah, I'm pretty huh. good from a thousand yards. Uh, wow, that's <laughs> when, when someone sets the gun for up somebody for somebody that can't own a gun. Pull the trigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've done all the wind stuff. Yeah, sure, shoot it. So on the, as far as like the podcast goes, what have you learned from the podcast? Have you like, does it like actually teach you stuff, or is it just fun and entertaining, or is it the networking part, or yeah. what's the? I mean, everything. Coolest really. part. The coolest part, like, I just I get to meet so many people that i'd never ever have the opportunity to meet right like i never have that opportunity to sit down with this you've person. interviewed some like uh yeah. politician i mean right. some pretty high up politicians mm, well, there was one that, so yeah i interviewed the mayor mayor holt that i wasn't i haven't listened to it for a while and i'm not i want to do it again i wasn't very happy oh, really? with how it went uh, and i think it was just a timing thing he was in like a kind of a particular time and he was very mm. like politician rigid like, yeah. yeah um because he I think he spent, like, he's a really cool history of spending, he came out of university and went to work, I think, at, like, the White House as assistant to the speaker during 9-11. So I find this out, and I'm like, whoa, that's awesome. Like, how was that experience? And he's like, well, I really don't want to talk about it. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, <laughs> Do it the for biggest, the podcast. You know, the, so and I just kind of, I had a list of questions that my friends have submitted, and 
they were about like homelessness and like what are you gonna do? And it was mom's was like, okay, well, if you want to ask this, I'm gonna ask you all these questions. And I just I think I was like immature uh, on my part. Yeah. So I like to do that. When you kind of like mentally checked out too. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it's videoed as well. And I think the videos on YouTube, you can watch it. Your face just drops. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, fine. Let me but go through this thing, list. The of best questions. thing that came from that from that interview is my profile picture of me with the camera is like a, a screenshot from that interview. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's great. So that's the best thing that came out of that interview is all my profile pictures. It was worth the um, picture at least. But no, like it's. I think like I did a part the one before this I interviewed Hal Smith so Hal Smith restaurants gotcha so like Mahogany's and all these he has 94 mm. restaurants so I interviewed him for an hour and a half and like Whoa. I mean he's a I think his net worth is like over 100 million dude which I listen. googled after I met him because if I walk in I'm like how much you were? okay well, you guys need a podcast how much money do you have <laughs> yeah so um, but we connected because he, he plays golf and I met him at a golf oh. tournament last year and just said, hey, I mean, it's taken, I met him in June last year, so it's taken to now to get him on. Um, but there's another one, uh, everyone always says, like, Brooke Wells, the CrossFit athlete, was is a big one. And I reached out to her six, seven emails. I think you uh, told me about that. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. And then I recently said that with Bobby Grunwald. That one hasn't gone out yet. Bobby was, and when I go back to my email chains, I sent him a DM, and then he sent me to his assistant. And my email chain with his assistant is two years long. Dude. I recorded with him two weeks ago, right? Wow. So like first, and, and we, I hadn't posted an pod, hadn't posted an ep. I was pre-recording for the podcast. In the first email, hey, you know, just pre-recording. Would love to have him on. Whenever that is, just let me know. And here resp- response is like, cool. Where's your podcast? I hadn't posted any episodes at the time. So every like six, every five or six months, I just kept, hey, this is it. This is who I've interviewed this week. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And then she's like, yeah, how about this day? Perfect. Did it out at Life Church campus. They were amazed. Did it on on a, one of their sets. Like their video producer was there. He's like, "What do you need?" Oh, I'm like, oh, "I have my GoPro." Sweet. He's like, oh, "Let me take care of it." So he comes <laughs> in with a full tripod <laughs> camera. He's like, "Yeah, I'll just send you everything." And and you just like, "Are you, you know, kidding?" Oh, they were amazing. Like full production. Yeah. Wow. Like and he came in with like a change of clothes. I'm like, "You don't need." You know. He's like, "What do I need to wear?" I'm like, "T-shirt hoodie's fine." So yeah, it was Dang. it was all like he is a very very busy man. Wow. Um, sat with him for like an hour and five minutes, maybe something like that. But uh, maybe, no, it's a little less than an hour. But it, I felt it was one of those episodes I felt like I could have talked to him for four hours. Really? Because he was just, he's so interesting. Was so he interesting. Was he your longest, I mean, your most, uh, what do you want to call it, prestigious or, uh, you know? I, so ones that I have like, there was one I, I interviewed Matt Hoffman the BMX guy. And he was like, I played his video games as a kid. Like I, was, I, I took four, three or four attempts to start that podcast because I was so nervous. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get my words out. It's horrific. So do you like cut and edit and everything? A little on your bit, podcast? Yeah. Most of them, not now, but that was one where I was like legit nervous. Wow. Um, and he was like, he was like, dude, like, thank you. You know, like I was super. I'm, I, was I get it. I was a little yeah. fanboy on you. I listened oh, to all your, fa- your podcasts. Yeah. But so that, but also like at the same time, there's a guy named Carl Martin who owns OKC sign service, right? Nobody ever really, I mean, you might see the sign service. I think it's been around 30 years, but I was referred to him. said this guy's got a really cool story. You should go interview him. Cool. Send him a message. And it was like, you know, late in the day, it's like six, seven o'clock at night. One of the, in the summer, I'm like I've done a busy day. I don't really want to go do drive to meet this guy. Like, you know, I'm like, just go. And I sit down in this guy's office is like 30 years old. Nothing's changed. The desk, you know, wood is like 30 <laughs> years old. The whole thing in this kind of like way. Okay, all right, here we go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, cool. You know, tell me what your business like signs. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay. And I'm like, so what do you love to do? He's like, well, I grew up on a ranch. Like I'm a ho- love horses. 
This is kind of what I do in my spare time. Does he have horses? Yes, he does. Hey. So his th- his biz his side gig business is horse therapy for kids who have like autistic. What's kids. it called? I have no idea, but it's not. The thing is, I'll find out because I have his number. <laughs> um, but like, he does horse therapy for little disabled. Yes, yeah. right. All that. Kind I know of stuff. multiple. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's not covered by insurance. The dog stuff is because you can take a dog into a hospital. You can't take a horse into a hospital, right? So, and he's just like, I mean, we did like 30, 40 minutes later. We're like in tears, like talking about, showing me all these videos of like the kids lining Get up, showing how many stories about like here. how this, this one girl has like a team of nurses that they've been working around the clock with her and she won't like, she stands here and she won't like unclasp her hands, right? She's just standing there like this. He walks up with the horse and she goes like this. And the nurses like start crying. He's like, what is going on? And then they tell him like, you just walked up with the horse. Took you five seconds to have her like, wow, this is awesome. So you went to interview him about the sign deal and it just like completely changed. So that's the stuff that like just, and that's why I enjoy a lot. Like I know, you know, I interview people who've been into it a lot of time. I do a lot of research and try and figure out like something different, right? Or just trying to elaborate on something that they've answered. With like normal, quote, normal people, um, it's more fun. Like you just like get to know them and they appreciate it more too. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's what, you know, you know, it's, and I, I understand it more like what, and I've like being on someone's podcast, I understand it from both sides now. Right. Cause when I ask people and they say, no, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You're busy, whatever. And then when people ask me and I'm like, you know, I make time for it, but there's a part of me that's like, oh, I just can't be asked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So now I appreciate it both sides. It's kind of good to, yeah. to do that. Do you do a lot of podcasts now? Do I do a lot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Like, do I mean, do I, like, I interview people? No, 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 no. Oh, are you the no. guest? I didn't no, know if a lot like of people listen to yours on. and... No, this is like the fourth one I've been on. Oh, really? But like, for the ones I've had, I'm just like, oh. And yeah. I've really got to think of scheduling it because like, yeah. I've scheduled a couple for like Sunday afternoons. I'm like, oh, that's the worst time I could ever do that. Like, yeah, you're like, that's right, my nap time. I appreciate it a lot more after yeah. doing, being on a guest. Does... Like as far as the businesses and stuff, what's the crazy, the craziest business that you've done? Craziest business or craziest um, podcast? Uh, was it that one? The therapy? Yeah, one? that was. Yeah, it's just different. I just didn't expect it. Because uh, I mean, this this sign service, right? You're like doing gas station signs and like strobe light and just all just signs and just any signs, took right? you so off guard that yeah, he had that. And then like, when his office is covered in like you know horse paintings and all this kind of stuff. Like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. Um, craziest business. Uh, I don't know. Streaker's windows. It's <laughs> um, another five dollars. Another five dollars. Uh, I don't know. There's just been there's a few that have just like shocked me, kind of thing, right? You just kind of like you don't expect them, and you're like, whoa, this person's like changed. Like, who is the funniest person you've ever interviewed? The funniest. Uh. God, put me on the spot. I have to go to my phone to that. I have to go down the list. Um, Desmond Mason was pretty good. Really? One of my—he was my first interview. I played intramural basketball against him no when way. I went to OSU. He was pretty good. He uh, was just like in the gym one day. We were—it was like a bunch of like pickup yeah. games and stuff. And a guy that I knew was like—he was there, and he was like a—he uh, like helped on the basketball team or whatever, yeah. and he was in there playing and. Yeah, he, he told like some good him stories. We started playing. He was good. Uh, he was the first interview I ever did. Oh, uh, really? Did I, you know him? No. Sent him what? Like an email. Sent him an email in November when we started. We recorded in March. Huh. So and I forgot to press record. He's three minutes into his intro, and I'm like, bro, I haven't pressed record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are I, you but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that on video. Was too. he in the NBA at this point? Mm-hmm. No, he was. Re- this was two years ago. Gotcha. So would have been about this 
Well, yeah, two years and 11, one year and eleven months. Yeah, he, he was cool though. It was funny. Yeah, it's just like like oops. I was like, uh, I press play instead of record on my thing when you press record. The the record lighting lights right. up like that one. But yeah, no, I looked at it. I'm like, I'm this one doesn't actually do anything though. That's what well, tricks know, me. When I watch the video, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, I'm recording. Oh wait. Yeah, I can see myself in the video just like look at it and I look at him <laughs> and I look at it and I'm like, he has no idea. And he's like, you know, I'm from Texas and from, you know, he's doing his whole thing and I'm just like, and you didn't want to cut him I'm off, like, but no. you knew you had to. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like that whole process. I watch him like, oh, it's so your funny. face yeah, just it's like hilarious. <laughs> So those are the moments that you grow. Uh, So like as far as the podcast, do you feel like you're going to like, obviously you don't know like your complete future, but do you feel like you'll start doing the podcast full time? I'd love to do marketing and stuff. Yeah. So fingers crossed uh, next week. Because you're starting new stuff now, too, besides just the right. This is a should have the new first like sponsor, I guess, partner. I'd rather call it partner because they get a lot of the content. Uh, as well so that should be signing next how long you been doing it two years two years gotcha yeah so that should be next week fingers crossed um that's a big one for me obviously the first sponsor is huge actually getting money i had to go like get an llc and like Mm -hmm. you know the whole whole thing so i'm excited about that one um I'll tell you who it is after we start start recording, start recording, <laughs> just in case it doesn't happen. I'm like, I was actually recording. Got yeah, you. Man. I hope it is, um, but that's that's quite that's like, it's somebody who like I didn't expect that to be to be a partner kind of thing, but they're kind of a big deal. So when you see it, you'll when you hear the name, makes like, sense. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, streakers window clean. Streakers window cleaning. Another five. Huge amount of money coming from Timmy. <laughs> <later. Yeah. laughs> like, uh, but Timmy no, but it's good because like because I know that like. You know, it helps me go forward, right? You get your first one, and you're like, oh, they're going to give you this much per episode, and they're doing it for this episode. Okay, now I can go to businesses, and I know the model works. Right. Right? So I'm like, well, this is my platform. So now I am like, now I can, and with how long I've been and doing it. And you use it, them as an example, I'm assuming. You yeah, know. I'm like, hey, these are on board as well. Do you want to be associated with these? Right. Yes, we do. Okay, yeah. great. So, and then they're also going to help me get a lot of great content as well. Gotcha. A lot of connections. So well, that's awesome. Fingers crossed I haven't jinxed it. Touch that's wood. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Do you do you want to start multiple different podcasts in different like categories of things, or do you uh, want to just stick with one? Yeah, so I, I have um, so I have a huge passion for cars. Huge car guy. So the cars episodes are so the your car passions. episodes, but the car we've made a separate podcast for it as well. Oh, I didn't realize that. Right. So there's like the the Oklahoma related episodes. We'll we will go to this is Oklahoma as well as random car guys. Gotcha. We it. And you and have a co co host for that, yeah. Yeah. And that's why because he has a lot of industry connections around the world gotcha. in the car scene. I'm like, oh, oh wow. yeah, that's great. We can interview these people, but. That's the thing that limits that this is Oklahoma is just Oklahoma, whereas the car one is worldwide. Wherever right? you so want. So there's more opportunity for listeners and sponsors and stuff like that. Uh, and then we should just start a golf one. I want, So I want to do a golf one, a travel one, um, and then depending on who the partner is, who comes on board, we could always do a, a series around that partner and their employees and their field to make it more valuable to them, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, for example, your business, right? We could literally go out – and say, hey, you guys sponsor this this series, and we go and interview every single rancher. People with animals, yeah. Every horse rider, go to Remington, interview them. Like, there's so much, so many stories out there just in your little, like, customer field. Yeah. So that's another option. So, so. You, is that what you're kind of doing with the, um, with the car stuff, or the golf stuff and the car stuff, is you're trying to get a partner on board, and then you use them yeah, as the pretty much, yeah. Because they, they get value out of it as well, yeah. right? Because, like, they get to use that content, and they get to... 
And, you know, if you call up your customer and say, hey, like, you know, here's a, here's an opportunity for you to be on this podcast. I'm sponsoring it, but you're going to get more yeah. publicity from it. Even if they don't sell anything, like they have a cool story to tell about their ranch, right? So everyone yeah. loves local stories. I use it as getting customers too. Yeah. I mean, like I'll interview like the video series that we were talking about earlier. I use it to get potential, you know, I'm like, hey, yeah. would you want to be on my video show? And then we hang yeah. out and they're like, what do you do? I'm like, yeah, we own a feed store oh wow yeah. <laughs> you know it's right. kind of uh-huh. i don't even like yeah i'm pitching you the whole time that. if you haven't realized yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> like so when you want to be a partner <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, i hit stop yeah. and he's like he's yeah. like so you talked about that yeah no but like that's that's the model of it right that's kind of dude i'm gonna buy a car wash start a podcast yeah. and i don't it's know what 2020s the year yeah well it's not just, just from this Friday. podcast uh, <laughs> but no like this this and that's kind of how I've looked at it. I've looked at it as just like you've got to bring value and not just come in and be like, "Hey, I have a podcast. Do you want to do you want to be on it?" Yeah. No. Who cares? Rather than coming in and saying, "Hey, like I have a podcast. We can do this, this, and this." Pitch them an idea, and then they see the value from it. So is that how do you do like the uh, like the mayor or whatever? How did you do you? You're saying like even like this is Oklahoma and stuff like that. Do you try to provide value or do you just say, do you want to be on my podcast? I just said I want to be on it. Oh, okay. To just send you know, an email or whatever. To whoever. And there's people like that that just have interesting stories, right? Like, right. He, I don't really think he's going to do much for me. He's not going to make, you know, my birthday, Mike Hyundai in Oklahoma. But maybe one day. But have you asked? We'll see. I haven't. <laughs> we could do that. Um, you know, but like there's some, some people who I've had on that just have great stories. Like recently sat down with a friend of, mutual friend of us all, Nick Chafee who's, you know, 25th year of the bombing. His mm. mum passed in the bombing when he was four. And we've been friends since college. And I've always kind of in the back of my mind thought, like, he'd be really cool. I'd love to have him on the podcast to mm-hmm. share his testimony, but I'm never going to ask him about it, right? Because it's kind of weird. Yeah. And he just texted me. He was like, dude, I'd love to share. This is a big year for us. Like, can I be huh. on the podcast? I'm like, yep. Yes. That's That'd crazy. Be an honor. So we did it, like, last week. And it was like Are you gonna super save it for April? No, it'll go out soon. Oh, okay. It was super. But I, I sat down with, so I interviewed Carrie Watkins, who was the first person ever employed, and first person ever employed by the the bombing. She runs the memorial. She's like the director or whatever. And you know, like her story is pretty cool too. But just yeah, stuff like that. Like I want to do more of that than businesses. That's yeah. why I'm trying to do as many podcasts as I can. Trying to get to more towards like cool stories and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, just people stories. So <coughs> yeah. I, mean, I hate to say normal people, but they're just not a business or they're not like a celebrity. Or I get it. Yeah. So I think it's a healthy mix. Right. So it's good. That's one. amazing. What else? How do you end your podcast? I uh, never know what to say. I'm just like, what, cool, how do thanks. I end it? Yeah. Uh, do you have like a cool I, like? It depends. I have a bunch. I made one of my friends sing a song while I. I was like, all right, sing a song. Yeah, I'm I gonna stop sing. the recording. That's one thing Welsh people are known for is singing. I can't sing. Really? My life. Oh yeah, Tom Jones. Do you want to work on it? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You would <laughs> People would be like checking out, like it's time to go. Um, how do I end it? I don't know. Just it, I you just, just say like thanks for being on or something. Uh, what do I? Say? I usually ask them to plug something. Hey, what do you want? Oh, is there any? Ad- with, depending on who the guest Ooh, is, so where do people Hal, find you? Yeah, with Hal Smith, it was like, is there anything, any advice you have for somebody starting a business, right? Restaurant industry. Um, if it's a business person, usually that's that. But then if it's someone normal, I'm just like, hey, like, what do you want people to know? How can we help you, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of ways, but. Yeah. So do you want to answer some of those things? Leave me a review. I need more reviews. Ooh. iTunes or what? Yeah, iTunes, Spotify reviews. Give me those five stars. Even and I mean, first, like, listen to it, right? Yeah. Or do you well, don't even care? Just that. review it. Just review it. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a one star. Just in the caption, just Keep say, that in your pocket. Mike told me to review this. 
haven't listened to any yet. And then I'll I'm know I'm doing that is. right now. Yeah. So, no, it's been good. But uh, yeah, just gonna. What's your recommendation if somebody wants to start a podcast? It's easy. Start it. Anchor FM. Anchor's Dude, the way to go. That's what I use. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really awesome. need fancy microphones. You don't need. You can record on your phone. Have you ever messed around with the sponsorship thing on Anchor? No. I read some articles about it. It's kind of weird. So I'm. So my car one is on Anchor. My other one's on Podbean. This this stuff comes oh, gotcha. on Podbean. So that was it. Alan set that one up for us. Gotcha. But yeah, I they have that anchor. sponsorship deal. Mm-hmm. And I was reading some articles about it, and I one guy was saying he gets ten dollars per CPM per thousand downloads, yeah. and I was like. Mm. And then another guy was like, yeah, it's like 25 cents per <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. Someone also mentioned like is it Patreon, Patreon. I've heard about that. that. Yeah. Someone said like, yeah, Patreon, go to that. And just basically instead of like, because I didn't know that I didn't know how it worked and it works. You either donate or you can subscribe for like um, five bucks a month. So I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Just to say, hey, if you want to help out, you know, or buy a T-shirt or whatever it is, like you can subscribe. or you Do you can- sell merchandise? Just kind of dabble in it a little bit. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't really like this. I have a friend. I interviewed a guy on the podcast and he said you know hey you should have merchandise i'm like well i do but i don't <laughs> i don't know mitch stuff i'm not a mitch like and clearly you haven't bought any sir. yeah he owns a t-shirt business <laughs> uh, online t-shirt uh, store uh, and he's uh, like yeah, i'll just throw them up on on my t-shirt store and i'll just cut you in I'm like perfect so they're on his website hmm. so yeah that's awesome decent so and we'll what's see. it called plug your plug your deal my deal this is oklahoma if you want to follow me it's just mike Hearn underscore i think not a lot of stuff on there. Golf <laughs> videos. Think. Golf Not videos. Really sure but how this to is Oklahoma's. Me. My my bio, my my <laughs> my personal one is in the bio. This is Oklahoma. So but yeah, reviews. Leave a review. And if you want to be on the podcast, send me a DM. Slide in. Slide in. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Thank you, Mike Hearn. Appreciate it, Steve. It's awesome. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Chatter with Steve. My name is Steve Cook, the co-owner of Cook Feeding Outdoor in Oklahoma City. If you have any questions or need to get a hold of me or would like to be on the podcast, please send me an email at scooktt at gmail.com. That is S as in Steve Cook, T as in Tom, T as in Tom at gmail.com or reach out to me on social media and I would love to talk to you. Thank you for listening.